Hi, I'm Shona, and this is my podcast. I'm a mum, a pre and postnatal trainer, CrossFit coach, yoga teacher, and I don't take myself or life too seriously. Enjoy my podcast. Hello, everyone. How are you? I'm so happy that you're here. I am really excited to record this podcast today. I had this great question from one of my clients on Shona Strong Mums and we're just going to dive straight in. So for a little bit of context, this person is relatively new mum to her second baby. She normally trains at a functional fitness CrossFit style gym and her goal and the reason that she's on Shona Strong Mums is to get back to that high intensity style of training. So here's her question. She recently had an appointment with her pelvic floor physio postpartum. She had a chat with her in relation to intra-abdominal breathing through heavy lifting. Her coach at the gym is always going on about intra-abdominal breathing through any sort of lifting but my concern now is in terms of pelvic floor health. Is this correct for women? Would this not cause bearing down and therefore cause pelvic floor pressure? Hope this makes sense. And I asked a few more questions. I wanted to find out what her pelvic floor physio said about it versus what her coach at her gym said about it. So, Um, Her pelvic floor physio said, the last thing we want to be doing is bearing down. But what a lot of women are guilty of, um, and I feel the breathing encourages that. She hasn't specifically spoken to her coach at her gym about it, but one of the female coaches did talk through with me the breathing while pregnant, explained it almost as the opposite of intra-abdominal. To be honest, I find the breathing in general difficult during heavier lifts such as back back squats. It just feels a lot to think about at times and I think that sums it up. It is quite confusing. There's a lot of different concepts and names that we're talking about here, words I'm throwing around that you might not know what I'm talking about. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go through all these terms and discuss what they actually are and she's brought up a really good point is that the way that some people are taught to lift and breathe and brace through heavy lifts maybe isn't appropriate for everyone. So um, perhaps coaching a man, for example, how to breathe through a heavy back squat isn't really appropriate uh, a way to teach a woman who's recently had a baby or actually I would say a woman in general. Um, But that's my own thoughts on that. So let's go through the different terms and what they mean and there's a few things that I actually want to discuss. Um, the, the terms are intra-abdominal pressure, bracing, valsalva manoeuvre and bearing down. So let's start with the big one, intra-abdominal pressure. So what is that? In a really simple way, Intra-abdominal pressure is the stiffness that is created within the trunk of your body, so between your chest and your pelvic floor, when you 
do certain tasks. Actually, when you do every single task in your life, there's always going to be an amount of intra-abdominal pressure created. What's also really interesting is that there are so many different factors involved in how much intra-abdominal pressure is created within your body. One of those things is, is your brain. Your brain knows, based on history, how much pressure to create picking up your cup of coffee off the counter versus picking up two 16 kilo kettlebells. Intra-abdominal pressure differs for different people. Um, you couldn't say that lifting X amount of weight is going to cause pressure, the same amount of pressure in one person versus another because one person might be a lot stronger than the other person. I've got a study here from 2019. It's the relationship between intra-abdominal pressure and body acceleration during exercise. In this study, it was 25 women aged 18 to 54. They were healthy weight. They'd never been pregnant. They participated in regular strenuous exercise three or more times a week. They didn't have any injuries or any pelvic floor issues. So these women wore a wired device inside their vagina so it was relating to the impact of intra-abdominal pressure on the pelvic floor. They were assessed performing 13 different tasks and the IAP was recorded. The tasks were lying, standing, treadmill walking at different gradients, step-ups, lifting from bench height to floor, um, a plank, sit-ups, curl-ups, push-ups on knees, walking lunges, walking lunges with weight and jumping jacks. So what they did was they found the average intra-abdominal pressure across all the participants and they also had a range of intra-abdominal pressure, so the, the least and the most across the participants. What is Interesting is obviously there are activities that create more intra-abdominal pressure than others. However, across the participants, there was such a massive range, particularly in some of the exercises. So what that tells us is that, yes, there are some activities that cause more IAP than others, but it's so dependent on the individual and there's various different factors that influence the the difference in the individuals and it's things like the technique um how you breathe uh your train how trained you are in that movement so that's why we cannot say don't do this exercise because it creates too much intra-abdominal pressure and creates too much pressure on your pelvic floor uh, we can't say, yes, do this exercise because it has a low intra-abdominal pressure. Um, and we also can't necessarily say that intra-abdominal pressure is bad for the pelvic floor. We can say, however, that it does influence it because women who have had history of constipation, of chronic coughing, and of heavy resistance training are more likely to have pelvic organ prolapse. And those things, coughing, constipation, and heavy resistance training, all have high intra-abdominal pressure or all cause high intra-abdominal pressure. 
we cannot avoid intra-abdominal pressure in our lives because things that have high intra-abdominal pressure tend to be things that make us healthier and fitter like resistance training, movement, walking, running, jumping, all that stuff is generally stuff that my clients and people listening to this podcast will enjoy. So it's more a case of managing the intra-abdominal pressure properly, which will move, I'll move on to another one of the concepts is the Valsalva manoeuvre. Now, the person that asked the question, she didn't mention the Valsalva manoeuvre, but um, it is regularly talked about in the same discussions as intra-abdominal pressure, pelvic floor, prolapse, bracing, bearing down, etc. So Valsalva manoeuvre is when you close your throat, hold your breath and use that to create intra-abdominal pressure. And I actually googled Valsalva manoeuvre to find out what it, to find an actual definition. And it turns out something that I have always done as a child is the Valsalva manoeuvre. <laughs> so I put my fingers on my nose and close it and like use it to pop my ears. And I remember being at high school and one of my best friends was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. And he said, "You, I've noticed that you do this all the time. You put your fingers on your nose and you like breathe out through your nose. And I was like, oh, I didn't even realise I was doing it. But yeah, I was just popping my ears. But there you go. That that technically is the Valsalva manoeuvre. Um, but Valsalva manoeuvre is also used to create pressure and typically that is how coaches and I'm going to say male coaches teach bracing and in fact just the other day I follow this page and do you know what it's it's a it's a great page and it's really helpful and it's a it's a crossfit page let me just remember what it's called okay so the page is called whiteboard underscore daily and what it is is hand-drawn pictures on a whiteboard explaining various crossfit movements and techniques and coaching cues and one that he posted the other day is uh, go underwater and it's how to teach bracing for a squat so if you go to that just now you can look at it while I'm talking you through it so basically it's how to control your breath so you're imagining that you are standing in water up to your midline and when you're going to when you're going to squat you take a big breath you brace intra abdominal pressure pushes outwards and he's drawn arrows um round the midline forward and backward which is good because obviously we don't want to be having pressure downwards you hold your breath you go underwater when you squat and then you stand up, exhale and reset when you're out of the water. Now that is a way that a lot of coaches teach bracing using the Valsalva manoeuvre and uh, keeps the core strong and steady for a squat. The problem with this is, is that when these coaches are teaching it, there's not really... (laughs) I'm being kind there, there's never a mention of the pelvic floor and a lot of people as this person's pelvic floor physio pointed out 
when they're doing the Valsalva maneuver, the pressure isn't necessarily going forward and back, or maybe it is as well going through the core and through the midline. It's also going down. And that's where we're talking about bearing down. And my client's pelvic floor physio is spot on. We we do want to avoid bearing down through the pelvic floor as much as possible. So now we need to finally talk about what bearing down actually is. Bearing down is when you use your pelvic floor muscles and your breathing to push down. And I remember back in the day when I first bought a moon cup, I was trying to be environmentally friendly. I realized it's not for me because I don't like sticking my entire hand up my vagina. But anyway, I bought a moon cup. This was years and years, years ago. And the instructions said in order to get your moon cup out to bear down. So essentially you're pushing, like like you're pushing out a poo, you're pushing down through your pelvic floor. Now this is pretty bad. I'm going to say pretty bad for your pelvic floor muscles because basically what you're doing is you're stretching and straining and really pushing down and it can cause damage to those tissues down there. Another way that you'll see bearing down is um, typically when you see people giving birth on television or films or whatever, the midwife says, push, push, and the person holds their breath and they go, and push as hard as they can to push their baby out. Using their pelvic floor muscles rather than the uterus, which is the muscle that we know expels the baby. Anyway, that's another episode of the podcast. So, bearing down is, you can see, going to be problematic for the pelvic floor. Interestingly as well, a lot of people think that when they are doing pelvic floor exercises, when they are lifting and contracting their pelvic floor, they're actually bearing down. And a way that you can find out if if you're bearing down is, try this with me just now, obviously you can't do this in public, if you're at home you can do it. So if you're sitting down, or standing actually, place your hand, the palm of your hand, on your perineum. I think it's actually easier if you're sitting down because if it's the first time you've done it, you've got the weight of your body there. Do your pelvic floor exercises. Okay, so relax your tummy, relax everything first of all. Inhale. And then when you exhale, do your pelvic floor contraction. You should feel the perineum move away from your hand. If you feel like something is pressing into your hand, then you are bearing down. If you're unsure, it will not hurt to go to a pelvic floor physio and what they can do is, they can actually do the external examination, exactly what you're doing with your hand, like on your trousers, through your trousers, they can check to see if you're bearing down. They could also do an internal examination if you're comfortable as well. I did a course, um, the female athlete level one course with Anthony Lowe and it was so fun you're going to be surprised by what I'm going to say it was so fun we got to do this to each other in external examination so this is something I would never do to a client because I'm a personal trainer but it was just interesting to feel on different people so I was actually partnered with the girl the pelvic floor physio 
of the person who's asked this question <laughs> which is really funny how it's all come in one big circle and that was the first time I'd met her and I had my hand on her perineum and obviously because she's a pelvic floor physio she was super confident I was like hello nice to meet you here is my hand on your vagina so yeah that was that was really interesting so you can try that on yourself and feel if you are bearing down when someone comes to me who is either pregnant or postpartum I will always send them to the podcast that I recorded on the core connection breath and you can go down and listen to that just now if you scroll down it's the bonus episode core connection breath and basically what you're learning there is synchronizing your inhales and exhales with contraction and relaxation of the pelvic floor the reason that I love this is because it's training your nervous system it's training your muscle memory to lift the pelvic floor through exhalation i'm not saying that anyone needs to consistently use the core connection breath for the rest of their life but if they've spent time during this pregnancy postpartum phase practicing the core connection breath then it will become muscle memory and it's what their body will automatically do instead of bearing down when they exhale or bearing down through Valsalva manoeuvre. So in answer to this person's question, what do we do when we're heavy lifting? Well, the answer is it will depend on you and there's various different techniques that you can use. It will all really come down to your breathing. You could use the technique that your coach will have taught you, which is the Valsalva Maneuver Brace, but just as long as you are not bearing down. And you could even, in the privacy of your own house, or if you've got a really open-minded gym, you could have your hand on your perineum and just check when you do a squat, like what is happening to your pelvic floor there. You could also use the exhale and there's various ways you can do this you can inhale at the top when you're standing and then exhale through the the hard part of the lift so as you go down and as you stand up so you're exhaling through the entire movement or you could inhale as you go down and exhale as you stand up or you could inhale and then exhale and think about different body parts so one cue that i see quite a lot is breathe through your lats now obviously that's not something you can do but you can think about using the sides of your body and and contracting the lats as you exhale um instead it will really just generally take the focus away from the lower part of your body from your pelvic floor you're you're using muscles that are higher up in your body rather than lower down in your body to control that intra-abdominal pressure and I know I've really only been talking about squats here but the same will apply through any other movement and if you just think about the exhale as through the harder part of the movement generally speaking that tends to be better for people but you know what like the more that I work with people and the more people that I work with I'm realizing that we're all so unique and individual and I would never say that that is the one perfect way to do it because you know someone could come to me and inhale (laughs) through the hardest part of the movement and their pelvic floor is still perfectly fine and perfectly intact what 
I think is is mostly the problem here is first of all the confusion, the lack of knowledge around our bodies and how they work, and using absolute statements like yes this is safe and no this is unsafe. So if me just talking through these different concepts of valsalva maneuver, um, bearing down, intra-abdominal pressure just helps you learn about what's happening to your body when you lift heavy, then hopefully that helps. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, then I would really appreciate if you shared it to your stories because I, I just want every woman to be educated on their body and be happy and confident to lift heavy and lift weights and train in a way that makes them feel freaking amazing um, instead of living in fear and actually as well it would be great to send this to your male coaches too because I mean a lot of them just don't know anything about the pelvic floor it's not their fault well, if they're working with lots of women, I kind of think they should know a lot about pelvic floor. So yes, share it to your stories, share it with your male coaches, share it with your friends who love lifting heavy and have had babies and I would really appreciate that. And of course, if you are interested in joining any of my two online programs, I have Shona Strong Bumps, which is my pregnancy group programming and I have Shona Strong Mums, which is my mums slash postpartum programming then please get in touch with me on instagram at shona strong and i would love to chat to you thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your day bye bye